Hey friend, welcome to the Soulfully You podcast with Coach Chris Rodriguez. I'm a movement and mindset coach, and I believe in a deeper way of living, a more soulful way of being. Join me each week for conversations about how to put a little more soul into our work, our relationships, and our everyday lives. Hey, Coach Chris here, and thank you so much for joining me for the Soulfully You podcast. We're at the halfway mark of season two, and I hope you've been enjoying these conversations as much as me. As I've been revisiting these conversations and edits, it's been a treat for me to extract new information and just feel a new sense of connection with my guests. Today's episode is a little different. I thought it was important for you to get to know me. So today I'm going to be answering 10 questions all around what I'm learning, who I'm learning from, daily practices, brands and products I love, all the things that I think will be helpful for you to know to get to know me, but also hopefully give you some practices for yourself. If after this episode you want to connect with me, you can connect with me on social media. And if you want to sign up for any of my coaching programs or hear any of these episodes, all my links are in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for being here and let's jump in. All right. Question one, what is one thing you wish everybody did first thing in the morning? For me, I would say mindful breathing. A lot of times we're so reactionary when we're going through our day. When we put that tweet out, we post a comment. We're impulsive when we're checking our emails and we don't stop to center ourselves and be mindful. So I think one, two minutes of just mindful breathing before you do anything is a great practice that we all should embody. Number two, what has given you hope lately? Honestly, it's been the conversations I've been having on this podcast. Lately, I've felt pretty isolated and my guests, they come from all around the world, all around the nation, different walks of life. And oh, the conversations are just so enriching for me and being able to share that with you all. That gives me hope that, hey, there's some people out there who are doing some good in the world and who still believe in the power of connection and helping people practice and live soulfully. Number three, what are you learning? Man, I'm learning so much. So earlier this year, I finished a breath coaching certification with Lucas Rockwood, and that was a really powerful training. I would recommend it for anybody who's looking to have some practices to teach people or just for themselves, and it's all remote. But there was one part of it that he talks about the different types of breathing we have and how sometimes we need to be activated. We need to kind of get into that fight or flight mode versus always being zened out and this restful state. And for me, my approaches to breathing and mindfulness, it was always on the side of, yes, let's rest, let's be mindful. But some of my own struggles is when I'm anxious 
I freeze. I disengage, right? So having practices that help you engage and activate your nervous system, that was really a game changer for me. Another thing that I'm learning is as we've shifted from being in person to hybrid, as people have taken their sides politically and socially, I've noticed that the crowd that I had around me, I don't have that crowd anymore. I have very intimate people in my life. And I have very targeted audiences of people I want to reach. And as I got closer and closer and tuned in to know these are the people that I'm for, I lost a lot of people. And what I'm learning is that you can't be everything to everyone, but you can be something to someone. Number four, who are you learning from? Well, obviously, Lucas Rockwood. I have my dance teacher. She was on season one, Alicia Langlais. She is amazing. I take her classes whenever I can. And she's not just a good dancer, but she's also an incredible coach and human being. And she is who I want to be one day. She's incredible. I have a dance partner, Amy Rose. She trains in dance hall and she's not Jamaican, but she travels and takes teams to Jamaica to learn from the people who are making dance hall steps in Jamaica. She brings them back. She teaches them to me. And I love it because I'm half Jamaican and there's this group of people who just have this love and affection for my culture. And I love those people because I feel like they see me. So it's been fun and it's been good to just kind of tap into that part of myself, learning these steps. Another person is another guest I've had on the show, Oren Shai. He is a somatic leadership coach. And earlier this year, I actually did a cohort, the Presence Foundation. We talked about it the last episode and we recorded that before I went through the program. And it was just so good. I love finding coaches that know how to coach coaches and that are students themselves. So the Presence Foundation, Orin Shai, if you haven't listened to his episode from last season, I'll put those episodes in the show notes. I'm also learning from some people who aren't with us anymore, right? I call these ancestors, right? These are people who paved the way for us, right? They've walked roads so that we know the way to go. Right. Some people get weird about that. But some people who I've discovered in this past year who I've just loved and who aren't with us anymore. Bishop Desmond, he is an incredible leader, an incredible beacon of forgiveness and joy. He wrote a book before he passed with the Dalai Lama, The Book of Joy. And oh, reading that and then watching their interactions together and the playfulness of these two elder men who have been through so much, who've seen so much suffering. It was really something powerful for me. Another one is Bell Hooks. One thing I'm really learning from her as an ancestor now is just this idea of leading with a love ethic, right? To be an activist, to be an anti-racist, to be an anti-oppressionist, but from a place and a heart state of love, right? So seeing the wounded and serving the wounded and 
seeing yourself and serving yourself with compassion and grace and love. It's been great for me to explore her work. Another one for me is Thich Nhat Hanh. He was a mindfulness teacher, and he really has given me language around mindfulness isn't just sitting down. Mindfulness and presence can be in everything that you do. Mindful eating, mindful walking. His practices have been something that I've incorporated in my own life and something that I've been incorporating with my clients. I'll put some links of some of his books in the show notes. Number five, what are you watching and or listening to? All right. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. One that I love is Poetry Unbound, Padraig Otume. It's an on being podcast and he just reads poetry and then breaks it down. I think poetry is the language of the heart. I love writing it. I love reading it. It's a practice that we should all have and it's a good well-produced podcast I love. Another one is The Bridge. And last year was the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. And a lot of people don't realize how much hip-hop affects their everyday life, but it does. It changes the trajectory of the way people market. It's the trend for fashion. If you have kids, this is what they're probably listening to. So rapper and poet and one of the greatest of all times, Nas, he is interviewing all the legends of hip-hop, old school and new school. And it's been a treat for me to hear these stories, hear about what it was like, and hear about how a lot of these people started off with nothing and kind of changed the trajectory of their lives and changed the trajectory of the communities that surround them. So great podcast to listen to. What I'm watching Ooh, I'm watching some good stuff. Well, I've been watching Ted Lasso, you know, waiting anxiously for season three. They're recording it right now, and it's going to be the last season. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, fix that. Fix your life. It's great. It's a therapy session. Another one I've been watching is Miss Marvel. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's about a teenage girl who discovers... She has powers and abilities, and she's a Muslim protagonist from Jersey City, and I just love it. I love the representation of it. And if you know Middle Eastern culture, if you know New Jersey culture, it really is a special thing to watch. And it's fun and funny, and I love it, and I love Marvel. So there you go. All right, number six, what are you reading? Well, I'm rereading Be Water, My Friend, written by Shannon Lee. It's the philosophies and teachings of Bruce Lee. And I'm actually going through that with a cohort of people right now. And it's fun to revisit. I make all my friends read it. And it's pretty self-helpy hearing the stories and hearing the practices and the ideas of Bruce Lee. If you don't know me, you know, I love Bruce Lee. He means the world to me. So yeah, I've been going back and listening to that. Another listening and reading that. I love the audiobook version. Shannon Lee's actually reading it. So another book that I'm reading is The Tanning of America. This is written by music legend Steve Stout. He was Nas and Mary J. Blige manager. He's produced a bunch of incredible work. But back to that 
idea of hip hop kind of being a leading trend for the world and specifically for America, he breaks down the history of hip hop and how marketing changed based off of hip hop. He tells all the stories and it's a really great book to hear and hear the story. Hear the story of Run DMC, My Adidas and how Adidas made this partnership with them and they realized that hip hop is going to help them sell more sneakers. So that's a great one. And the last book I'm reading is Octavia's Brood by Adrian Marie Brown. Now, Octavia Butler, I've never read her work before this, but she is a black science fiction writer. And what they did with this book is they basically made an anthology of black science fiction around the work of activism, around the work of anti-oppression, anti-racism, and it's not just black, but just dealing with issues of minorities and marginalized people. So I've been loving it. It's fun to read this kind of science fiction. And one more book I'm reading, The Wisdom of the Body. I'm rereading that by Dr. Hilary McBride. She was on last week's episode talking about that book, and her work has really changed my practices as a coach and changed my practices for myself. Go ahead and get you a copy of that book. Number seven, what are some old practices that you're rediscovering? For me, that is writing and singing. So what a lot of people don't know is that I went to music school. My mom was a preacher, so I would sing every Sunday and write songs. And that was a big part of my life for a long time. But getting in, into the hustle and the grind of things, I kind of got out of practice of that. I started going back to open mic nights and started writing again and singing again. And it's another form of body-oriented practice that helps you regulate yourself. That's why in yoga they um, that's why in religious cultures they chant. Our bodies are made up of bowls and bells, different chambers, and the skull and the rib cage and the hips. And all of these bowls and bells can reverberate. Singing is a great way to let that out. Number eight, what are some brands and products that I love? All right. So one brand that I love, I buy a bunch of their stuff in different colors, Vuori. So my daytime job is I am a corporate fitness manager at a tech company here in the Bay. And so I go back and forth between meeting with people, sometimes meeting with VPs and stakeholders, coaching my clients, but also leading movement classes and doing workouts with people. So I need clothes that are functional, but also professional. So I like that they have that for me. I need pants that stretch, right? I need that, right? So that's been a good brand that I love. And they have pretty cool stuff for women as well. Rompers and athletic wear. I made a mistake. I bought my wife a pair of their sweatpants and now she doesn't wear any other sweatpants. So I had to buy more. So be careful when you buy their stuff, you probably won't go back to buying anything else. <laughs> Another brand that I like, Work Rest Karma. This is a men's clothing brand, but same kind of idea. They want that professional look, but their clothes is made for comfort and for stretching and for active people. 
a tea company that I love. One of my buddies, Jesse, he has a tea company based out of San Francisco called Somovar. And his tea is so good. Every bag, you get the instructions and you can order online as well. You get the instructions on how to brew the tea, just like if you were getting it in one of his tea houses. That has become, for the past couple of years, has become an afternoon ritual for me of just sitting, being mindful, drinking some of his tea. That's some of our, and I'll put all the links to this down below. A brand that I love and an item that I purchased that I love. I love a nice bomber jacket. Well, my buddies over in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, I love Tulsa. I lived there for 10 years. They came up with a clothing line called Greenwood Ave. And what they did is they took all the businesses from Black Wall Street that were destroyed in the Tulsa Race Massacre a hundred years ago. And they they modernized them and put them on shirts and jackets. So I have this bomber and it has Black Wall Street on the back. I love it. I wear it all the time. Yeah. So check out Greenwood Ave. They're making some amazing stuff. And the last one is a food service that my wife and I just recently tried called Thistle. And they do pre-packaged meals. You can put your food preferences, you know, any dietary restrictions. And it's good. It's quality food. For both of us, we are busy. She's in the last year of her doctorate while working a full-time job. I'm working my full-time job and doing my coaching and all the other stuff. So this has been great for us. None of these brands are sponsoring us, by the way, but they should because I love them and I would love to, <laughs> you know, get some ass stuff for me. So anyway, I'm just being silly. All right. We're almost there. Number nine. What are you looking forward to? Honestly, I'm looking forward to my wife being done with school. She is working on an assignment right now and man. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot to watch her. And yeah, I never thought that any one of us would go back to school because of how hard nursing school was for her, how hard school was for me. But we decided to do this and it's a lot, but it takes a lot of time. So I'm looking forward to her finishing this last year and then us going and doing a trip somewhere. I don't know, maybe Europe. But I'm also excited about the rhythms of rest that are coming up in these next few seasons with the holidays coming up, seeing some family, resting, relaxing, reconnecting, looking forward to all that. All right. And the last question, question number 10, what are some things that y'all can expect from me in the near future? So I've been running a cohort masterclass. It's a six-week masterclass called Soul Life Balance. I'm running round two. And I love this offering because we get so caught up in this idea of work-life balance. But the problem is our model of work-life balance is broken. Everything revolves around work and then everything else falls in its sloppy seconds. In Soul Life Balance, we focus on the soul first and everything flows out of the soul. So I'm excited about continuing to offer that. It is all virtual and I love sharing these practices. I've been getting good responses from it and I've been loving practicing it in community. The link to that is in the show notes below. Another thing that I'm looking forward to in the near future is, you know, I'm having these conversations and I'm grateful that 
you know, all my guests, they don't have to necessarily live in the same city as me. They don't have to live in the same state as me. But we've all felt this need and this desire for connection, for community, a lot of what we've lost in the last few years. Well, I'm looking to do a Soulfully You gathering where I have a few speakers, a panel of speakers, and we actually meet at a physical place. Obviously, I want to start in the Bay because that's where I'm at, Bay Area, California. But if that's something that you would want in your city, I would love to hear from you. And yeah, I want to meet some people. I want to practice these ideas in person with some people. So those are some things you can look forward to coming from me. So I hope you got to know me a little bit better. Next week, we're going back to some interviews. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to the Soulfully You podcast with Coach Chris Rodriguez. If you like the show, help others find me by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Coach underscore Chris Rodriguez. For more episodes, along with all of my coaching programs, visit me at www.coachchrisrodriguez.com. Special thanks to my team behind the scenes. Music by Dan Smith. And remember, whatever you do, wherever you find yourself today, make sure you put some soul in it.